0: You're listening to Let's Be Real.
1: Hello, welcome to Let's Be Real with Tara Space. And today we have an awesome interview for you. We are interviewing young lady, Sedatris Brown. She's gonna share her experience, her life story, and the purpose is that someone else who may be in the midst of going through the same things or a young lady who's struggling to keep going. We'll be encouraged and see hope from Sedatia's story. So I want you to join. I want you to like, share this episode. And also, comment with us. Let us know right now what you're thinking. And we can um, we can share with you.
0: Hello, so hello, Sudetri, hello.
1: Thank you. Thank you for agreeing to the <laughs> interview. Thank you for sharing your story with our listeners. Um, this is a podcast as well as it's going to be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, this is let's be real. So, we're going to keep it real. But okay. I always say anything you don't want to talk about, we will not, just out of respect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I want to start from the beginning. Okay. We're going to take a roller coaster ride through your life quickly. <laughs> okay. Um, but, um, uh, Share with us in the beginning, so because I want the listeners to get to know you too. In the beginning, um, in our conversation, you would shared that you were a ward of the state.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: age was that?
0: Oh, I, I was young. I was young. I can't even remember that exact age.
1: Really, like before
0: five? It, it, it had to be somewhere up in there. I'll probably say four, maybe five. Let's just go with five. Okay. Um, like I said, the age, but I can remember the exact day been taken, um, what happened and stuff like that. But as far as age, you, I mean, you mind not like quite sharing sure. why that you were taken from your mom? Uh, at that time back then, if I'm not mistaken, my mom was on drugs. Um, uh, we had been on the run with her for quite a while. Um, never really got into uh, the whys and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I was asking her and stuff. Like I say, the exact day I've been taken. I remember her vividly. She took us to our granny house and One of them called the people and told them told them that we was there, and um, they came and picked us up. And at that time, me and my sister was gone. It was that. That was it. We were, wow. Um,
1: Did you yeah. ever like have inter- interactions with your mom? Did they let you like see her or her come see you while you were out and, of her uh, custody?
0: Yes, we, we did visitation. Um, okay. And for a while, that stopped completely. Uh, but we wound up doing visitation when she got her stuff together, got out of jail and stuff like that. Yeah, so we did.
1: Okay. We did. Would, would, um, did they place you and your sister together or did they separate you?
0: We, luckily, we stuck together. Um,
1: okay. That was good.
0: Yeah. At one point, they was for the separate us, but that's when I, we wound up in our last home um with my aunt and my aunt that's who raised us from then on okay And what age was that Mm, by this time we was in middle school
1: wow so from about four or five to middle school so you're saying about Mm -hmm. what 11 years old you were in different homes
0: yeah i remember at that time we went to west coffee we started west coffee so we had to be middle school then and we moved my aunt and because at that time, if we didn't get to uh, go with her, we was gonna have to be separated into uh, two different okay. homes, and to keep okay. that from happening, that's what she got us.
1: Okay, well that was good. And then you mentioned there was some abuse. Was it in the different homes that you were
0: abused? Uh, the first home was the best home I tell anybody hands down that I've been in. Wow. Um, it was in Willacoochee, Georgia, a pastor and a wife. She was at that time, she was a teacher. She worked at the grocery store. He wrote, he was a pastor and he did the, uh, he rode the bus. Uh, I still call them mom and dad to this day. The second home, it was okay, but it wasn't okay.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um. As far as like being on punishment, we seemed like I stayed on punishment, having to sit in the room, couldn't go mm. nowhere. My third home with my aunt and stuff, you know. I love New Delhi, you know, but we had we we all had our ups and downs, you know what I'm saying. Right. So it was tough. Like I told you back then, I didn't care anything about school. School at that time for me was an escape route. Don't bother me. I'm just here to be here, just to get away from home. Other than that, right,
1: and not. I'm just it was here. it was a physical escape, but mentally, you you didn't. Yeah, you wasn't yeah. in touch with anything.
0: Uh, no, no, ma'am.
1: So now. When you when you speak of abuse, was it kind of like a physical abuse or no. like sexual?
0: No, um, sexual abuse then never took really just never took place as far as like how can I break it down? My first home, nobody never knew it. And this is like the first time I'm talking about it. Um, but a family member of theirs was touching on me, but I never spoke on it. You know, mm-hmm. I was just like, "Hey, stop!" My last home. Uh, things happened sexually, but I never spoke on it. Um, my mm-hmm. auntie them knew about it. Of course, they ad- they addressed it or whatever. That was it. As far as abuse, we would say verbally. It was verbally abuse in there. Mm-hmm. I I just always was the child that stayed on punishment. They knew that a whooping and anything wouldn't faze me. It was okay. she's on punishment. Yeah, I didn't at that time. I was mentally shut down, I don't care, just beat me or whatever you're going to do mm-hmm. so I can go.
1: So, so, right. so you're always yeah, trying to yeah. get away from the situation, away, away from, from that, that yeah. reality. Yeah,
0: yeah. So if you just beat on me, I don't care what you do, let me go. And mm-hmm. they caught on to it. So that's when I was being placed on actual punishment. Couldn't go nowhere, couldn't do this, couldn't do that. Um, so that that's was worse how that for went. you because then you had to
1: actually <laughs> sit in the environment and know that you were there. So you couldn't even escape at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I say it wasn't too much of sexual, just the the verbal, the the girls, we had to do so much. Um we just had we just had a lot on us as far as girls, mm-hmm. the girls. And and you were young. I mm-hmm. mean, you, you guys were still kids
1: and you had to basically grow up
0: really quickly. Yes, yes, yes. I did a lot of things, honey. <laughs> take <laughs> take care of me. Yes, ma'am. Well, but I mean that
1: the life kind of dealt you that hand. So you just figured out as a child
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: how to maneuver it the best you mm-hmm. could.
0: The best I could.
1: So now with a lot of people not knowing what you were enduring, now I'm gonna fast forward. I met you in high school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you were definitely rough around the edges. <laughs> Had an attitude from here to Kansas. Yeah. Thank um, God share what your mindset was then because again i didn't even know the full story of what you have been through i just know here's mm-hmm. this why is this girl so so angry
0: um man high school let' like i first of all i just have to t- i tell you all the time i just thank god for you man i don't know what it is that you saw me that nobody else did but i just thank God for you girl <laughs> um, so, what,
1: so <laughs> let's stand it for a second and i and i appreciate it thank you I, I, it was all love, believe that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What was it? Because I can't think of anything that I actually did other than, you know, basically try to help you.
0: I think it was that love, that attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, for an example, when I got ready, I made up my mind that you remember back then when they used to have the people to come out to the school and mm-hmm. ask you what you want to be school. when you grow up and stuff. This particular time in high school, they had came in and I was asking the officer off the wall question compared to everybody else. Hey, if I leave home, what would happen? And the man said, well, if you go out and commit a crime at the age 17, you're going to, to the county. Oh, okay mm-hmm. then. So I'm thinking all this stuff. So I made up my mind at this point, I'm running away. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't care, I was leaving. Well, I had an uncle and his wife, they was married at the time, they separated. And um, he loved me too so much, him and his wife. And I stayed with him one night. And the next morning I woke up and I was still, because I was supposed to, on his way to work the next morning, he supposed to took me back home. Mm-hmm. Well, when I got up, I was still there. And I told his wife, I said, I'm not going back. And if I go back, I'm leaving. And she was like, are mm-hmm. you serious? I said, yes, ma'am. And she was like, well, don't do it. You know, he's not going to make you go and this and that. I said, okay. Well, if he made me go. I'm telling you I'm leaving. i just call you and tell you I'm okay. Where I was going to go, I don't know, but I hadn't had enough. That's mm-hmm. all I know. I hadn't had enough, and I was just going to leave. Um, and that's how that went. And I moved in with them. And when I moved in with moved in with them, mm-hmm. it was just like the things that kids nowadays feel as though, mm-hmm. like the punishments, the parents being tough on them and stuff like that, it was something about his attention and her attention and your attention that y'all gave me being rough on me that this is what love is.
1: Hmm. You know
0: what I'm saying? It was the opposite for me. Other kids, they, they tired of this. They don't want to know. This man, and they made sure we ate, we had food, we clo- uh, clothed, y'all going to bed at a certain time. I was bringing in seeds and stuff at that time. And I remember him looking at me and said, I'm going to let you slide with this seed, but you got to bring it up. And it was just mm-hmm. like, because he's saying this, he care about me, my well-being. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you was like, hey, you got to do better. I wanted to, but at the time, I didn't care about doing better. Mm-hmm. I just had too much going on, you know, so that, that's that's how that worked. Mm-hmm. The, and that was yeah, the I, didn't leave you alone. I had.
1: Look, I didn't <laughs> leave you
0: alone. <laughs> you did. I know y'all was like, if this face don't get out of my face. And every time I look up, you're peeping in the, at the door. You all right? <laughs> you know, pulling me out of class. So it was just that attention and that love. Like, I knew a little bit of me, you know, in the back of my mind a little bit. She actually cares, you know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. because you don't have to do that. You could could tell who cares and who don't care, basically. And I'm glad
1: you said that because in high school, that's so important because teachers and administrators, it's just really easy to give up on a student and think they don't care, so why should I care? Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. you know, what you're saying now is some of you have things going on that, you know, it's hard to care when you're Mm -hmm. struggling and trying to survive outside of school.
0: Yep. Absolutely. You know, so that, that extra time
1: and patience does mean a lot. So I'm saying that to the educators out there, like, know mm-hmm. that these young people, they, they, they need you.
0: They, yeah, most definitely. Most so
1: definitely. let's say your senior year, what, what were you thinking about? Because like you said, they're coming to school now it's getting close to graduation. You know, were you even thinking about life after that? Or I'm just going to like, what were you thinking your life could be?
0: Oh, I was a lost soul. It was just, I don't know. Um, as far as that goes, what was I going to do after school? No. I always knew that being a nurse is what I wanted to do.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, I was going to try to use uh, the military for that escape route. Because like I say, knowing anything about college, all this type of stuff, you spoke on that, but I didn't know anything about that. I don't know what routes to take. I don't. I didn't know none of that, so to make it easy for me, maybe I need to go in the military while well, I tried that. That didn't go as planned um, because I was flat-footed and all this other type of stuff mm-hmm. I had going on. Me, me too, so, no. yeah. so uh That didn't work out, so it was just like I knew, and I want to say that this time it was maybe at the age 14, 15. Mm-hmm. It hit me that being a nurse was what I was supposed to do because I was uh, My auntie had a lady that came over, and she had did something, and she needed help cleaning up, cleaning herself up. And I was like, I want to do this. This is what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I remember doing that, and that's what that's what I'm doing now. Um,
1: So now you were you struggled because you didn't care. So you struggled mm -hmm. in high school more Mm -hmm. so because your mind just wasn't in it. You Mm -hmm. life was kicking you in the back. Mm -hmm. Um, But it looked as if Academically, you couldn't do it, mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, how did you make that transition? Because, like I said, you know, you struggled a lot trying to graduate, and I, I, I think we we did some alternatives. Yeah, get, I to had graduated. to. Um, I had to go through uh, ombudsman,
0: right? That's what it was called. I yeah, I had to get, get my mm-hmm. diploma through that. As long as I got it, then, I went, and there you, and you no go. Job. We got you out of high. We got you with a yeah. diploma. So yeah, I was just how like, how did you make
1: a transition? from that struggle to, to to getting to 12th grade and almost feeling like, OK, how am I going to get out of high school to, now I want to go back to school to be a nurse, because that's very hard. The, the
0: terminology, the, the time, the, it, it's hard. It's hard, definitely. Um, I didn't graduate with my actual class. We, a few of us, uh, the problem kids, we had to go through a school called, Not uh, my, my babies. <laughs> We had to go through a school called uh that correct how how to pronounce it, umbudsman, umbudsman or something like it. that. Yeah, we had to do that for the little summer program and stuff like that. But I was determined because I knew that was gonna be something I had to have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Here's a second chance to get it, so you need to take this opportunity. And I took that that second opportunity to get to my diploma. I got it, boom, as long as I got this, I can move forward. You know, mm-hmm. so then um after school. That's when I met my son dad, and like I said, I always knew that Douglas was not for me. Um, a friend of mine can tell you that I used to tell all the time I'm leaving here. I don't belong here." Okay. And um, and that's God put a God uh, from Arkansas into my life. And wow. boom, I had a- ch- yes, I had a child from him, and um, I moved to Arkansas. I've been here since then. Well, I had moved back. I moved back home. Cause that's what a uh a domestic relate, that was a domestic relationship. Okay. Uh, um yeah. So at so that some time. Domestic I violence back. in that. Yes, big time. So then um when he was six months, I moved back home. Okay. And at that time, still not knowing what I wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? I was just at a fast food restaurant at McDonald's here. And uh, when I went back home, I was probably there for maybe, it probably wasn't even a full week. And I looked at her and said, uh, sis, I got to go back. And she was like, why? I was like, I just got to go back. This is not this not it. I told you I, I don't belong here. And for the sake of my son, I am willing to endure uh, being in that relationship a little while longer. Just for his sake. Okay. She did, She thought I was crazy, but... Like I said, God has a plan for everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So I came back. Um, you came back to be with him. Yeah, I went back. Like I said, I because when I went back home, was nothing was going right, nothing was good. It was just like my mom and I had on no relapse on drugs. Everything around me, everybody was still in the, the the. My mindset has always been different, you know what I'm saying? Like being open minded and looking at things different, all type of stuff. And I knew if I stayed there, I was gonna be stuck. This is not okay. it. I always wanted better, you know. As I move, right. got older, you 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 know what I'm saying? Seeing how him and his wife interact with each other, this is how marriage supposed to be. Seeing how right. my fate and her husband and your kids at school interact with each other, that's how life supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? The love that I got from my first uh foster care, this is how life supposed to be. So, I knew all so that, that was good. You
1: things. had some examples some, of what yeah, to look for, yes,
0: yes, yes,
1: okay, so
0: that's so how
1: happened. did you what made you go back to the abusive relationship when you knew that wasn't what you wanted?
0: My son, I tell okay. everybody my son i, I told I told my sister I said, I can't stay here i for the sake of my son, I'm willing to go back and endure, it. whatever really? God's plan is for the sake of my child, I will take any whoopings I got to take, whatever the case may be, because I know I wasn't going to be in it long. It's just something about it. I I just knew, you know what I'm saying? So, and everything played out how God had it planned. And, you know, I'm here today. (laughs) So,
1: So do you think you endured and you had some, you know, relationship issues because of not really feeling worthy of yourself or not thinking you deserve good relationships just from your past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you feel about yourself now?
0: With therapy and everything I had to go through, uh I'm in a great place. I love me now for who I am. Amen. Um you know, I'm still still digging and still getting to know me. Um mm-hmm. at one point I didn't know who I was, what I was. I just knew I was a mother out here just trying to make it uh Compared to then, like the last group therapy that me and my kids went to, like I just finally told them, I said, this is one of the best sessions that we just had thus far. Meaning my mind wasn't so full with a bunch of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was always in our group sessions and my therapy sessions, but my mind wasn't clear. Like wow. now I'm at a place where I'm focusing on school. I'm zooming in on my kids, how they react, what they doing, mm-hmm. how they move. Always been this fun mom and fun person to be around, but now I'm just focused. Right. No man, not worrying about nobody else in life, just me and my kids.
1: Right. Now, how are they doing? Because a lot of times we go back for the sake of the kids, not realizing that what we're what we're enduring, they're enduring too. So, you know, your son had to experience some of that with you.
0: By the grace of God, my son was at that time my young my oldest, he was one, one, two. Uh, okay. One or two. So he don't, he don't even remember. He okay. Yeah. Right. He just know about the little stories I tell him and what he hear of other folks talking uh, when I'm trying to encourage the next person, that's about <laughs> all time he hear and then he'll go to ask me questions, of course. But uh, right. luckily he don't remember. Um, and I prayed to God, you know, I, I prayed and told God I was just tired. I did not want him to experience this. To, mm-hmm. to think that it's okay for a man to do a woman like this and all that type right. of stuff and uh, one night it was just like it was the first sincere actual prayer that I did and the next day I got up that's when everything hit the fan and unfolded and that was my escape route and uh, I moved on, he moved on life still was tough not knowing who I was I was still talk of. Uh, uh, how can we put it <laughs> when you lost like that? You tend to get in some of the craziest relationships, tr- through, yes. And um, want to be loved. Uh, we everybody get lust and love confused, like you love somebody, but it's really based off lust. Uh, just to say, I got a man, all that, exactly. I all I went through, all of that, that look, all that face. So, that that's how that went.
1: Okay. I got and I'm glad you said that dad. because now you're preparing and you're setting a foundation for your sons, for them to thrive, mm-hmm. for them to grow, to know. Absolutely. You, okay, great. And education is important?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I tell everybody, please, I'm hard on my kids, y'all. Stick through it. Mm-hmm. Focus in school. If I can turn yes. back the hands of time and tell oh, Miss oh, Davenport, gosh. I remember that lady looked me dead in my face and told me, you're going to regret it you're going to wish you would have listened in school. And I, I do, I do the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the lack of knowledge I had is, it's like, man, if I could just have, get another chance, I I pay attention. I do good. I, I would be that kid who can tell you what such and such mean without having to dig it up and can maybe can mm-hmm. speak proper. Uh, the <laughs> you speak well, don't even worry about that. And the fact that you know, how
1: close are you to being a nurse?
0: Uh, I'm in my last semester now of my prereqs, uh, my last two classes, and I'm hoping to get 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 my nur- uh, get accepted to the nursing program for the summer. If I don't, then, that. um,
1: that's amazing. Just yeah. like if anyone knew your full story, just what you're sharing to us oh, right now, yeah, what yeah. you had to endure, and you didn't give up. And now mm-hmm. you're so close to fulfilling your dream that you had when you didn't even know what life was going to be, mm-hmm. if you would survive, um, that's a testament, you know, to your perseverance. And yes, God mm-hmm. watching over you. Yeah. it's God. So if I you could, God
0: right.
1: Exactly. And, and I love it. Um, I, I'm, I'm a troll. I'm just going to let you know now. If I don't say nothing, i still be watching. I watch y'all. I see what y'all <laughs> be posting. I'm like, okay, they good. Okay. She good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very proud of Thank what you. you've been doing.
0: Thank you, thank you.
1: So, right now, as we kind of end it, because again, the purpose was so that your testimony, your life story, can encourage and help someone else um, that may be going through that may think just like you. I, I want to give up. I just want to escape. I want to get out of here. Um, to know to find that someone, if there's someone in there showing them some attention, some love, you know, grab onto them you you know use that use their support systems what would you say to a child that was that's in the situation you were in like being taken from their parents and having to endure you know being with strangers and not really feeling part of and then what would you tell to another young lady who may be feeling like giving up because she's been through it
0: Due to the fact this was a fast podcast interview, it's a lot that I didn't tell. So with that being said, just to tell any, any young, young, old, to know that there is a God. If we just, Amen. I, I don't care how hard the situation is, you know, and it's easier said than done. I get it. I tell everybody that. Depression, mental illness, all type of things, it's, the devil I already have it set up for as as we're young, you know what I'm saying to take mm-hmm. us out, but we have to know somewhere down the line that there is a, a light at the end of the tunnel if we can just endure. Kids, as children, we don't know that, but for some odd reason, I knew that. As a child, I was sit up and write letters, dear God, dear God, dear God. Wow, you know nobody never taught me of God, you know what I'm saying, but himself mm-hmm. and just to know that he has a plan for every person on this earth and if you can just push yourself to know that if I just keep going mm-hmm. I gotta keep going it's, it's a light at the end of the tunnel regardless of whatever you gotta go through because that pain and that suffering and all that that we have to go through is to make us who we are uh, and get us to where he want us to be for our purposes yes. and his plan if we can just hold on I tell anybody that just hold on. And if you got somebody that you can trust, call on, call mm-hmm. on them, you know,
1: holding in
0: to others may be good. It was good for me sometimes until I found you, you know, um, and got with my best friend, you know, and that's who I talk to every time, all the time mm-hmm. now. But I mean, all guys go, all glory go to God, man.
1: So now I want you to talk before we end to that young lady who's in an abusive relationship. Let's help her out. What would you say helped you to get through it um, basically and and still live to tell it? Because there are a lot of young ladies who are not here today because they stayed.
0: Get out. You you, you know, you got to love self first to know. Get out. Get out. You, you may have your times where you're gonna double back, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. get out and know that you can do it alone. Okay, how many kids you got? I'm not one who's set up to to deal with excuses. You know, as long as you push yourself and you apply the pressure, God is gonna send people in your path to help you. Mm-hmm. That's that's hundred percent true. You mm-hmm. do what you're supposed to do as a human being, as a person. You treat people right. You love people and you continue to pray. He's going to send people your way to help you along the way. You know, yes. um, you don't know that you don't have to stay nowhere where a man is abusive to you, where family members are abusive to you. Friends, nobody cut them off. Let it go. It gets lonely. It gets bored. But hey, all of that is not worth it. It's, it's so much better being in a peaceful state of mind.
1: Right now, every day I get
0: up, I'm at I'm at peace. I can get up. I don't have to deal with no homegirls calling me. I don't have to deal with a man want to beat on me. I don't have to deal with none of that. None. I'm at peace. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd rather be bored, but hey, am I bored and still getting beat up at the same time? No, I may be bored, but am I bored? am I bored? I love
1: it that you know you said that because. A lot of young ladies will say I'm staying for the kids and you don't know how many adult kids now wish their parents would have the mother would have left or the father would have left because now they're damaged Mm -hmm. because of all that they saw Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes we have to love ourselves enough to even know, Mm -hmm. even in the struggle like you said, it gets better you trust and believe in God Mm -hmm. he does open doors it it may not always be the doors Mm -hmm. we want
0: but it's the best door that's going to
1: get you to that next door
0: Yeah, and I just because I went back For my child, I'm not advising nobody else to go back. I, I, that was just something that was part of my plan, right? Douglas wasn't around, so in order to get it, was my journey in order to get me where I need you to be. You, you got to go here a little more, but you're going to be safe in the meantime. You know, he's not Mm going to take you out, but you got to go back just for a little while. So, I'm not, it's not Mm -hmm. for everybody, everybody's story is different,
1: exactly. Exactly. And listen, and if you're going to say that, you better know, you you let you hear from God. Mm
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Got to know that. Got to. But what is I
1: thank you. I thank you again. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't want to tell all your business, but I wanted it to be enough so that someone watching um, is helped, is encouraged, is motivated to mm-hmm. keep going that next step. And no, it's not easy, but it's doable. Absolutely. And you are a walking testament that is possible
0: absolutely most definitely possible
1: so i most thank definitely you definitely
0: possible <laughs> yes ma'am i thank, thank you, you for, for taking the time me. out with us today it's yes ma'am always always you know i